Welcome to episode two of Egos and Amigos. Egos and Amigos. Live at Little Zipper in downtown Houston. Thank you all for tuning in. Here we go. Topic today is dreams and some other shit. So, uh, Jerry, I heard you had uh, quite an experience last night with your dream. Yeah, I think we all received that uh, text message around 3 o'clock in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes, that made me smile. It was completely incoherent. Yeah, it was something about... Please explain. So, y'all were out last night. Y'all were texting me on the group chat to come out, but I was, uh, I crashed early, like I told you, had a few bourbons. And then I had this dream that I was, I was, a, I was an extra in Michael uh, Jackson's Thriller video. Yes! And, uh... Speaking of Michael Jackson, uh, uh, John actually was interested in this woman <laughs> who looked like Michael Jackson. Which, which era? era? Which Wait, era? Wait, which era? You have to specify. Uh, 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 he has oh, a whole oh, brain. What time? 1990. I'm talking about black or white. Mm. Went full white. Oh, with the curly hair? Nice. We're cousins. Wait, a perm. perm. She was pretty sexy with the perm? Yeah. Perm. (laughs) Maybe she might have had one. And she's like blousey Michael Jackson wearing like nothing but like loose fitting blouses. She is a very attractive woman. Nice. But from certain angles, she reminds me of the King of Bob. And Dwayne. <laughs> but let's not just distract us from the fact that Dwayne used to fuck a man. Uh, <laughs> that's another story. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa, another whoa, whoa. story. And we'll talk so, about that another time. Okay. But I digress. Okay. Well, that guy. I love you. I love you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. I got out of him. All right. No, that went exactly. I always thought that the podcast would become like, let's throw each other under the fucking bus. Well, it's sure, why not? Be later <laughs> on, but, but the only reason why that's acceptable is between me and John. Yeah, no, yeah. no, that's episode two. Okay, yeah, that's I know. All right, so we're, we're early. Go on. Two cousins, so we could talk about that. But that, that's 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 another time. We got to get back to the Michael Jackson. All right, let's get back. Let's get back. Topic ahead. Yeah, so I was enthused because I was at an arcade this weekend and they had this this old arcade game called Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, which if you don't know this game, you basically get to play as Michael Jackson and during his various musical dynasties, he's fighting mob bosses or zombies because, you know, thriller. And the premise of the game is to save the children. The children give you life. It did not age well, like a fine wine. It did not, no. Uh, It's from the 80s, the 90s, but... I totally played this game on my Sega uh, graphic. uh, uh, What was it? Uh, Oh, yes. It wasn't Sega Genesis. It was before Sega Genesis. It was before Sega Genesis. Well, it was before like, Sega Genesis. It was like, it was like, like before Sega. Yeah. Sega. It was like the graphic 16. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was, was, it was the 32-bit. It was the 32-bit, but it was before that. Yeah. No, but so it was like Sega graphic or, have, or graphic 16. Or I have played like this game all the way through on a date. I do not remember that guy, but Great I will game. remember this game for the rest of my life. Because we got to play it infinitely. Like, we could die as many times as we want, and we beat it. And the last level is on the moon, and... You save all the, the children. Last level is on the last the level is on the can, moon. Can we, yeah. can we at least the children have been abducted and taken to the moon? Or yes, by on? like a bad guy, and I don't even remember. And is this moon called Neverland Ranch? <laughs> no, but I swear <laughs> to God, like just I mean, it could, Google very, this. Very much will Google very it. much will be called Neverland it's Ranch. Pretty much. But at the end of the game, does Michael Jackson fight the shadow version of Michael Jackson? <laughs> 
Is it no, like, there are it's like, like there, you've been the bad guy all along. There's all mobsters, there's um, zombies, there are like... Mobsters being the throwback from bad, because that have, is the best video. Oh, I'll fight you but if the you entire, I do remember from that game, if I remember correctly, the entire soundtrack is just... Dun 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 Yeah, it's not his music. It's Smooth Criminal. It's Smooth Criminal. It's Smooth Criminal. It's just Smooth Criminal and 8-Bit. It's an 8-Bit. It is 8-Bit. And you can play two players. So you can both, like, you get bonuses when you both sync up to, like, do thriller moves together. So in my hometown, there's this Chinese question. Did it start with him flicking the coin and it going into the jukebox? Nice. I that's think how it, started. it did. Because um, that's how it started. In the, it in is the been a while. Best music video ever. Oh, one of the best ones. I that's just, where I like lean forward and they never actually touched the ground. So, so that whole album was supposed to be like a concept album. Which one? Uh, um, Bad. Bad. Oh, Bad right? was a good album. And Smooth Criminal was supposed to be like one of the central parts of that thing. That's the only song remaining from the quote-unquote concept album. Oh, wow. Where he was like this detective and... Annie was gonna be like the opening song, and we we're gonna be introduce us to Annie, and she's Annie. gonna be she's gonna be a character, and then like blah 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 down the road, then she's gonna die, and he's gonna solve her murder, and like he's gonna be like her his long lost girl, and whatever. So this is not I your dream. So this is not this your dream. So this is like not like hey hey hey, you learn something new. You learn something new every day. Google it. You are welcome. So MJ spends like a million dollars on the video, and then they're like, okay, fuck all that other shit. We're just gonna have that one song, and then you just have to come up with some other cheap shit. And so it's like, all right, how about like PYT? And they're like, oh, which like, pretty young Annie, thing okay is an amazing song. Like, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? And it just goes into something slow. Like that would really please me. Uh, uh, fa- favorite Michael Jackson album, though. Let's just go right now before we go back to the original <laughs> all right, all right, conversation. Right, yeah, 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 Shout out to best Michael Jackson album. John, favorite Michael? Bad. Album you would, track. Album you would, track. Because she looked like Michael Jackson. <laughs> No, but that wouldn't be. No. These are drawing some like secret jerks. Oh man! If you said like oh, black or white, two cousins. He knows why. He knows it's all love. I love the guy. Best MJ track. Best track. Oh no, man. man! I don't know, man. That's a hard. We're that's cousins. a hard thing. That's very hard. He, he told everyone I fucked the I mean, I like. I like a lot of the Thriller songs on there. Like I really do. Mike is live. Another. I would have to pick album wise. Okay. Man, maybe off the wall. Off the wall. Off the wall. Off the wall is probably one of Michael Jackson's like before he got to Quincy Jones. What? What? That that was awesome. You gotta understand about that album. About that album as well. That was the end of post. That was the end of disco era. So it was the last album of disco. What? Yeah. yeah. That was one of the last albums that was recorded for Michael Jackson. That was. That was. That was recorded uh, live instrumentation. So like nothing was like 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 you know how. Very Modern day music, it's like stop. It was all progression. It all went forward. Wow. Musicians right on top of each other. Yeah. Dope album. My number one album, Michael Jackson's album. Well, I mean, as off we all wall. know, we're all disco fans here. This is why that's probably our favorite album. I mean, what is rock with you? But like, the one of the best disco songs ever. I agree. I agree. I agree. So anyway, I'm a. I'm a <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an extra in, in the thriller video. I remember being in zombie makeup when a zombie outbreak occurs in the world, I guess. I don't know how I knew this, but there are some people in the music video who are actual zombies, and they're not just actors. 
And uh, anyway, I was somehow aware of this. Okay. And I woke up and I thought I had to. Now, now let me tell I you had this. To warn everybody. Let, let me tell you this. Uh, have you ever had like any dreams where you are running, but you're running in place? Like Is that a dog? That, like yeah, like a dog, whatever. But like you're running, you're basically jogging, but you see a door, but you're trying to run to it, oh. but you can never get to it because you're like running in place all the time. And every time I do that... Like that scene in uh, The Big Lebowski? Yes. Where he's like running in the yes. dark and he's on the highway? Yeah. Yes, but then I immediately wake up after that. And I'm like in a pool of sweat. I sweat a lot. I'm like drenched. I'm drenched. Wow. Like, yeah. Why are you running? Do you know why you're running? I don't know, but... Uh, do you have like any circumstances that tend to preface this, that kind of dream? Like, I don't know, like is it like the night before a test or like a stressful situation or it's just once every several months like, I'm running, oh God. Like some people it, have the, I'm going to fail the final. It would be honestly like random. It's like random as Yeah, fun. okay. Maybe so. that's like your stress dream. Okay, Maybe. but is there some kind of like attendant emotion? Like, is there some kind of fear or some kind of like urgency? Are you trying to save somebody? Like, you know, sometimes how you connect emotions to dreams. Honestly, it'd be really random at, 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 at points in yeah. my life. I don't, I don't know why. Hmm. But um, when I do dream, man, I'm... So that's actually when you're in REM sleep, right? So it's yeah. like you're very in this deep sleep type of situation. And at the same time, you're also, I guess, your body's recovering also. So that's when repair happens. Okay. That's what they say. But um, but anyways, it, it'd be like this random at random times. It's never really specific. But if I have like maybe some anxiety coming on top of this, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, so in the meantime, you have Jonathan who's ah. blowing up like lifestyle condoms. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, the so, whole like, table is filled with condoms. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't like that. It looks like a godforsaken jellyfish that you're fisting, for Christ's sakes. It's a soccer bopper. No, it's not right. a soccer bopper. <laughs> we should blow up more condoms and fight with them. There is no lubricant left on that. I hope you know that. It is completely useless. But here's the thing. Because the condom is black, and then like when you extend it like that, it looks kind of sexy. It looks like like pantyhose. What kind of... Wait, let's back that up. What kind of uh, sexy like pantyhose? It looks like nylons for your um, guy It looks like neoprene. We'll call like, them guy What are you doing? Right, guys, your guy you like that. Uh, pantyhose are hot. Like plastic hey, Dwayne, bags what's, uh, like, what's what? one situation where like you woke up randomly from like a nightmare or you know or any type of situation I, I mean, I, sleep? I, 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 I mean this condom situation is going to give you nightmares. Let's admit I, I, that. Uh, it's uh, making me uncomfortable. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, John no, totally, totally, broke the, totally broke the condom. It deflated. Uh, we can say that we've all had that. I mean, can we, can we all say that we've had... We can all agree that we've had that dream where you're falling. Yes, those are the most those disturbing. Are, are, those are like the most disturbing dream you have. Yeah. Or, or, or what is it where you, you like like what is it where you're like? Mine is like walking off like a curb or like or like a staircase and like I just trip. That's my thing. I like falling but tripping. I no, no, but, but what is it where like you're like you're like you're like you're awake but you can't move? What is it? Sleep paralysis. Oh, yeah. the worst. I, I actually okay, had so that yesterday. Sleep paralysis is real. Like that, oh no, it's a real thing. I had it last night. It was fucking terrible. Wow. I couldn't get up. I couldn't move. And I was stuck. And then I just like, just jolted. Like, so just, sleep like, paralysis. I, I woke up. If you don't know, sleep paralysis is actually believed to start a lot of uh, folklore and religious traditions. Like the perception of demons is considered something that's rooted in sleep paralysis. Because basically... It's such a fucking trippy experience where your body is locked out because when you go to sleep, if you have a dream and in your dream, you're like, oh, I'm going to go for a run. 
your brain has to have a mechanism to not get up and start fucking running. So what happens is your brain's like, oh, this is a dream. We need to shut this motherfucker down. This is obviously fake. We don't want to get up and run. That would waste energy. But if you're undergoing sleep paralysis, you are awake but experiencing the extra effects of not being able to move and go through things. And so people have been known to hallucinate shit. Like there is a lot of really good literature about uh, that causing a lot of strife and issues in like religious communities like witch hunts and yada da because people have felt circumstances where like things are physically sitting on them and they are not. It's like it's almost like your chest is being compressed and like there's all kinds of trippy hallucinatory shit that goes on in that state. It is not yeah, fucking it, it, fun. It's yeah, a Jonathan feeling. sent his spirit out to me one night and sat on my chest <laughs> and uh, and that's why my crops died. What does that mean? Yeah. It means so he's what, a witch. What, to ask the question, what does it mean when the opposite happens when you're supposed to be paralyzed in your sleep but you wake up from a dream being able to move? Sleep I've sleepwalked recently. 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 So, I, uh, so tell us about that. Why did you sleepwalk? Or all right. Well, Dwayne was uh, privy to this. He saw it happen. I, I did. So I, I like where you're going with this because it, it, it was, it was it probably about five or six in the morning, and I came out of my bedroom and in the buff. And it, no, I was clothed. He oh. was clothed. At the beginning of the story. For now. At the beginning. Oh, oh, it gets better. It I gets tried better. to walk to the restroom to and me. could not open the door because I guess it was locked. So instead, I peed in my trash can. And then walked out of my apartment for like five minutes. I don't know, I don't know where you went. went. Yeah, I, I totally, I really honestly, I, th- I was like, I was awake. I was like, John, what, John, John, are you all right? And I literally watched him as he like, you know, pissed. Dude, he did it. It was, he really thought it was the bathroom. He lifted up and he just pissed. Right, and I'm like, there's no way this guy's pissy right here, right? And if you've ever seen Cheech and Chong, there's a there's a part in the movie where he like he has to go to the bathroom. He lifts the toilet, but he turns the toilet lid, and he turns around and he pisses in the laundry basket. That's exactly what John did. And then he went outside. Don't know what happened. It's not exactly yeah. what I did. There was no laundry basket. There was no la- but if there what? was a laundry basket, it was the trash can. What no, what my family has a long history of that too. Uh, my aunts and my uh, aunts and uncles would tell me a story of how my uncle would wake up every morning and his shoes would be like muddy and like he was waking up in the middle of the night and he would walk down the street to like a neighborhood park and he would like swing at the park in the middle of the night and then come back home and like go to sleep but he was putting his shoes on and so he'd like wake up and it's like my grandma would like get mad she'd be like where the fuck were you all night and he's like I have no idea and so they followed him one night he was like Sanchez's house yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right Who's his cover? <laughs> right, right, right. Swinging. Swing. I have done that, but you know, it's a short walk. It's usually to the fridge, and it's usually like... <laughs> Are you a sleep eater? I, Do you like go for the cheese? Uh, I, no, I go the for the ham. Oh. It's all ham. Uh-huh. I go for the ham. I One go, better. I don't Me. go for the cheese. You do the single serve, like I do, cold I, cut? I, I've done it, yes. Yeah, have just, you woken up with cold cuts in like your bed, though? I, like, no, no, no. I, I, I eat it. Because cold cuts on your chest. Just okay. waking up like oh uh, right. how, how did right. get here? Uh. I do not I do not do sleep paralysis or sleepwalking, but I have been a drunk piece of shit before and I have woken up with like deli cheese and a peanut butter jar like open on the couch, like, well, I know you were hungry yesterday. So like, I mean every night I'm drinking I just go to I just go to like Whataburger and then I have like HBCBs? Uh, no, I'll have uh, the patty melt, the patty melt, taquitos, and the honey butter chi- uh, butter chicken biscuit sandwich. You do love that. You, you have to have an HBCB. But 
I was going to fucking get But I'll get the strawberry jam. You know, I'm talking the spicy strawberry jam that comes with it. Whoa. It's like a limited, it's a limited item. No, dude, it's I, a very I, limited I, item. I, me and John go to Whataburger like it's no tomorrow. Dude, I mean, tomorrow is what I go to Whataburger right I, now. I keep it simple, My, though, with the taquitos. That's really dude, what, that's I what I've been doing lately. No, no, no. Just load like up, high five load that. up everything on the taquito menu. No. The first time I was in Texas and went to Whataburger, I blacked out in the bathroom of a Whataburger. And I remember, this is a horrible thing to say. I hope my grandma listens. Hey, grandma. Hey, mom. Hope you're proud. Grandma, um, we love you. We love you. I hope you're proud. Like, the first time I was in a Whataburger, my friend took me and we were all blackout drunk because we were playing Pong Roulette. You know, like, where they fill all the, the Pong glasses with random fucking liquor. And for some godforsaken reason, I pulled, like, all the tequila that night. And I was like, this is horrible. And people kept dumping stuff to me. So they're like, you got to go to Whataburger and experience Texas. I'm like, I don't think this is the time. And they're like, no, you want to do this now. So we went. And, like... Those are smart friends. We ate the... He's the next boyfriend. We ate the taquitos. Uh, What does that really mean? He said to me, I don't know. He was smart. He took me there to heal me. It did not work. I'm sorry. What a burger heals all. It healed my soul. It did not heal my liver that night. But the question is, did the Whataburger outlast the boyfriend? Yes. No, because I threw the Whataburger up like a half hour later. Do in you the still go to Whataburger? Bathroom. I did, but I was so embarrassed. Do you still because... see the ex-boyfriend? No, I don't. Then some things are lasting in this world. Whataburger it is. You know what? You know, I'm actually sad because Dirge is moving. We're gonna have to literally mail you Whataburger. We will freeze some Whataburger. Okay. So, so I I believe Whataburger is probably one of the best fast food chains ever. For sure. Honestly, honestly, uh, Amanda honestly. doesn't believe that. I like their onion rings and I like ketchup. Okay, so I, bet you didn't I, I finally went to I finally went to oh, in and out Burger. Hold on. You what? Wait, wait, wait. What was that? No, 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 hang on. Amanda didn't vote for Beto, that's why. Amanda didn't vote for anybody. Amanda didn't what? I know. God damn it, this is why we can't have nice things. We gotta get food. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So, okay. So I had in and out burger for the first time in like Dallas, right? Did you have animal fries? Yes, animal fries. I got the animal and pack, what whatever. Were your thoughts? It's trash. In and out is compared to Whataburger? No, no way. There is no flavor in no that. Flavor. There is nothing. It's just cheese. It's steamed ham. It's steamed ham. Like what is? bullshit. In and out. Oh, dude, you're an in and out lover? In and out is so overrated. If anything, you, you go to fucking. Dude, what is it? No, 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 no. It's not In and Out Burger, but it's the other one. Shake Shack uh, is. Uh, I've had Shake Shack. I've had Shake Shack. Shake Shack's good. Shake Shack's good. I've had Shake Shack. Mushroom Burger. I'm hearing good things. But it's all about. What's the other one? It's not Papa. It's um, Papa Burgers Houston. Papa Burgers Houston. But it's the other one. Oh, uh, Fat Burger. Fat, uh, fat yeah. Burger. Fat Burger's good. Fat Burger is way better than In and Out okay. Burger. My, like, rock bottom for fast food is Taco Cabana. Like, that is the only uh, thing I won't eat. Uh, Taco, Taco Cabana, Cabana is trash. I won't eat it. That is that's it. That's like Taco Bell. Okay, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you no, just, no yeah. that's what I'm saying. I hear it's what you're like, saying. Yeah, I will eat every single thing except Taco Cabana. Like, that is it. So, like, I feel like every other fast food place should use that as advertising. Like, this bitch will eat every other place but Taco Cabana. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to eat Taco Cabana. Look, Cassie likes it. <laughs> My standards are very low. We it. already know this. Good. All right. <laughs> uh, well, everybody knows Jack in the Box is the go-to, though, right? 
But that's the drunk go-to. Like that's the no. That's Whataburger. That's Whataburger. All right. You were waiting. You were waiting that shitty line. I will wait 20 minutes in the fucking drive-through. I have listened to that drive-through too many times. Yes, same here. Biked and walked through the Whataburger drive-in by HBCBs. Like I have done it, and I am okay with it. It was worth it every second. I love that she keeps saying HBCBs and nobody's saying anything. Honey butter chicken biscuits. Yes. Okay. Okay. To bring it back to topic, though, in a weird way. Why do you hate my alliteration? No, I love your alliteration. Ugh. As we get older, and as we have gotten older, have you realized that, like, old stereotype of, like, if you eat pizza late, you have weird dreams or whatever? Or like, I, I believe you, that. No. I don't believe that. I believe no. that. I like that. That's not even happening to me. It's not, I can agree, because I eat like, pizza like, all the time. Not so, the pizza or not, not necessarily pizza, but, like, that like idea of like what you eat or how you so, sleep affects your my, dreams. My grandma would what always say, "Don't eat bananas before you go to sleep because you'll have nightmares." Wait, bananas? Bananas? Which, which bananas grandma? Should be good for you. Jean. Grandma Jean said that. Bananas should be good for you though wow. because you're. I never heard that till today. I why? Like I mean, what is that supposed to do? Why? Why? I don't yeah, know. They have a lot That's of potassium, so in theory, they should help your sodium potassium channels, which is a lot of your neurons. So in theory, you should have a lot of dreams after you have bananas. But I'm not a hundred on that. Like, do your own research. Uh, somebody funds me. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> Fund our banana dream research. <laughs> also, <laughs> also in this program of study. We, we're incorporating marijuana. We don't know how, but uh, we'll have a write-up. Well, well, okay, we'll, we'll so the fun that you said marijuana, it actually inhibits uh, REM sleep. So Does like, it? Yeah, so you, don't you, you don't have lucid dreams uh, when you actually smoke. Okay, do you actually have fun lucid John dreams, though? Because most of my lucid dreams are like, damn, well... You know you're dreaming. Guess you better get eaten by that T-Rex. But, so but, hold, 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 but what, what does promote uh, deep sleep? What you is a like, lucid dream, though? Is it just, is it just is being aware dream, that you're dreaming? Or is this a wet dream? No, it's... I have quite a bit of those. No, so a lucid dream is That's like, a lube dream. A lucid, a lube dream. I have a quite a bit of those. A lucid dream is like one step further. So there are dreams where you recognize where you're dreaming, and it doesn't progress beyond that. Like, if you ever had a nightmare, and like it's like, oh, the bad guy's going to get me. Like, wait, I'm dreaming. Uh, but like then you but wake up. Yeah, there's that's that kind of dream, but a lucid dream is one step further where you use it as like a power and it unwields your consciousness uh, where you can do whatever the fuck you want. You're like, well, fuck this shit. I can shut this down. So you get rid of whatever your nightmare is, whatever's going on. And then so you're, you're like, like, I can Thanos fly. with the glove. Oh, dude. Of dreams. The glove of dreams. Yes. The glove of dreams. Well, you know, John just popped the glove of dreams. We have more. I have lucid dream like twice it's really fun but more often than not most people ruin lucid dreams yourself they're like oh i'm dreaming i guess i'm gonna sit here like they just ruin it for themselves in some way or fashion no i ruined lucid dreaming okay that chick i saw last week is going down (laughs) i ruined my lucid dreams by bringing in too many women <laughs> okay. It just oh, gets crowded. Wait, wait. So, what's the order of your lucid dream? Like, is it flying and then fucking, or are you fucking and then flying? Why, why, like- why, why can't you do it simultaneously? Yeah. yeah. Why can't you then fucking you're fly? Best life. I yeah, am not. Yeah. I'm all about it. Like, you've heard of fly fishing? Why the not last- fly fucking? Fly fuck fishing? <laughs> fly fuck fishing. Yes. 
It's equally. It's like, oh, it's like, you're just relaxing on the. You on just the floor, my fucking mind, yeah. Drinking lots of beer and I having feel sex. Like the last time I lucid dream was before my sexual awakening, so I've just missed out. Oh, dude, I, I fly, I fly, fuck, dreaming all the time. I think I totally said that. What do you want me to say, yeah. Jerry? Was, you know, was it an awakening? Was it really an awakening? Awakening? No, because it wasn't like, oh my god, like, eyes wide open. It was yeah. more like, the fuck is this shit? Like squinting the whole what, time. What did the monk <laughs> tell you about fucking? If anything, the monk didn't tell me anything about fucking. He was just like, love yourself first, and I'm like, check plus the whole way. I'm just, you know, doing my best. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, check the last podcast uh, about this month. Yeah, we back reference. What? What? High five. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I, I do plan on going before I leave, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely going again. We're going to go again. I'm going to do a write-up, and I, I, I want to send it out to some uh, newspapers or some magazines or something, because there's very little reference about that month. Dude, I know. You know what's funny? is I told Amanda about this month, and she actually Googled him, and she was like, Oh my god And she yelped him no, yeah. no, And she was like no, he's a lot of shit. She was like Oh my god He has a high rating I yeah, must no. see this month There were There were people I'm, we, we talked about it Like literally last week And he's like I would never go to a psychic I would never do anything like that And here he is I went A week later Because I tried I was like We have to go to one Nope He was like Nope That's well, I've terrible. convinced a lot of people Because I've talked to them And they're like Oh I don't do that I don't do that And I'm like Well he's free And they're like Oh Yeah you know I do that <laughs> Oh okay well, well, then, all right, then, you know. No, I love that shit. I'm so jealous that you guys went. I want to go. Yeah, so there's, there's very little, like, legitimate sources or, like, no, references. He is well-known in, like, the Houston. Yeah. He's well-known in the Houston scene, though, because I posted about it, and then people were like, yo, like, my mom goes to see him. Like, she's converted to Buddhism now, blah, blah, blah. And they're all like... A lot of my Latina friends, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. and that's what trips me out too. Is like he has a huge, huge Latin, Latin ex- la- yeah, it's like, like a huge Latin following. Right. You know what's crazy about it is my mom. My mom was like, "I saw him in '93." '93. Wow. He has been around. He's been around. So here's my my experience too. In the Vietnamese community, it's very split. So like, there's some people who like it's a it's a rite of passage where they're like, "Oh well, you know, Johnny's 13. Let's take him to go see Couch in." And um, and then I have some Vietnamese friends who are like, that's that's voodoo. We don't stick with that. That's horrible. He'll curse you. Don't do it. Oh, like that's no. sin. That's sinning and blah I was blah blah. Of- Dude, so my, you know what my mom told me to do when I told her I, I wouldn't see it. After she told me she'd seen this monk, she told me I had to go outside, spin around in a circle two times, and spit three times. Three times. Wait, why? Spit. She said why? you spit three times. No, no, no. That's you what she told me to do. Times. You spin three times and then you spit. And it, and Does it, it matter which direction? Like that's what that? I was wondering. I know, like it's but like a salt she, trick, like yeah. over the right but, shoulder, over the left. But she says fuck. it's like, supposed to counteract what fortune he gives you. I wish you wow. could see that, I'm not even face. joking. Does that's she just, understand how silly that sounds? That's what I said. But she, and then she, she, dude, she went. We're in the Bible. She went. She went even further, and she was like, "Well, haven't you ever done that when someone dies and you go, you go after they die after a wake?" Why would that be an issue? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, 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 that's like, been on no. a, I can see that, but it's, but she said that's you've exactly never spat on somebody's grave, Cassie. No, actually, Cassie, you of all people. I know, like the most, grave. the most spiteful person. I'm like, actually, no, <laughs> not <laughs> Which yet. Which I think is a yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go? I'll drive. 
We could, but who do we hate that much? That's dead. Like, well, that's a preference. So Couchin has uh, on Mondays. He uh, instead of having people come to his office. Uh, you know, that's Artist like, Temple. Like, Artist Temple. But I'm no. sorry, do you call that his office, the that, place that we were? That, that, was, that was a ba- temple. That was basically, okay, yes, but he has another temple. There's another temple. Has, that was the pre-temple. That was the pre-temple. Where was a, the real temple? So, I'll get to that. So, he has another temple, uh, maybe like uh, two miles down the road, that he has about two to 3,000 followers that go there from 1 p.m. all the way to 10 and you have to bring a white candle. I don't know why. They just told me to bring a white candle. Can we go to candle. that temple? I yes. really... It's a nine hour thing. Dude, we, no. we did four hours easily. Yeah. I would have to we pack snacks. No, how, dude, pack snacks to go. Four, oh, tons of snacks. Oh. Well, we're there from 4.30 to 10 a.m. Dude, I would eat the fucking You're candles right. after two as hours. Long, as long as we can get steak and eggs after, I'm all about it. Oh yeah, it's right there. Ah. Mind you, that's a reference to listening to our last podcast. Thank you. Bonet or bonus, some would say. Yeah. <laughs> I like bonet because it sounds like we're just trying to be dirty yeah. but classy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so girl, you want to... Let's do Let's go. It. Let's go back to my right. place. Yeah, yeah. Bonet. My bonet. Yeah. My bonet. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. We should have been playing with an inflated oh. condom when we sang that song. Oh, uh, well, you know, John popped it. That would not protect you from pregnancy or uh, uh, STDs. I, I, I get it. All right. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. Let's get there. Sex so. dreams. Oh, sex dreams. No. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. This is all of my dreams. This is, what, this is all of Cassie's this is, dreams. This is all Ever Cassie's since Cassie dreams. was a young woman. My grandma listens to this podcast. Nothing but sex dreams. Oh, but that's freaky. She has Spotify because she can follow us. This is freaky, us. Grandma. She's proud. Tell um, Grandma to Spotify us. We need our second follower of the night. If you want to teach Grandma <laughs> what Spotify follower. is... Yeah, we will. Oh, I will call your grandma and have her subscribe. I will. Okay, so I will go home for Christmas. I will download Spotify and I will put photos on my grandma's um, computer and uh, download Skype. Those are the things I will do for her. Ooh, nice. She doesn't know how to do that yet. She's like, I don't understand this FaceTime stuff. Is it time with your face? Like, do I get to see you? Yes, yes, you do. That's oh, how that man. works. Is this bigger, John? That's a really big inflated condom, sir. Yeah, yeah I like it. You're compensating. Uh, well, you know, I drive a, you know, I drive a four x four, uh, four by four truck Bronco. <laughs> nice. It's jacked up. What can yes. I say? <gasps> the Bronco's back. The Bronco. Oh, oh, the white the Bronco's, Bronco's back. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not see the juice is loose? The juice is loose. It's brought to you by the juice. I used to have that shirt in the 90s. This segment is brought to you by Lifestyles Condoms. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. We'll be back in five. Incidentally, uh, they are, yes, please, another uh, drink. Not another condom. We have several. Um, these condoms are served in two packs, and I was telling Jerry before the podcast started that, you know, this game is not as fun as, like, Cracker Barrel, where they have those little pegs where you get to hop over things. Like, I'm just squishing this thing around. It doesn't go anywhere. It's stuck in this fucking square. Okay, okay, okay. So, back to the conversation of hands in regard. It's it's to, uh... Well, not sex dreams. No. Oh, no, no more sex dreams? We're over sex dreams? Oh, no, I mean... I think we're getting there, I and mean, that's what's happening. I mean, has Boy. anyone actually has anyone actually wo- woken up from a sex dream and they're moist? Happy? Oh, like Who oh, oops, these I, are completely different. I mean, I mean, <laughs> coming, coming from a woman, coming from a woman standpoint, have you? Being railed now. Wait, well, wait, it's gonna go both ways between you and Amanda, being that you are the only two women here. Amanda, have you actually woken up and you're kind of moist? I think everybody does. Okay, yeah. Everybody. No, 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 like really. 
I mean, if I'm not mistaken, you told me it was uh, uh, Uncle Jesse from Full House. Of course. Have you seen him? Uncle yeah. Jesse? A hot man. Have not personally had that dream. Uh, noted. Come on, subconscious. Get with it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse, though. Like, Why not? Yeah. I, I, I Okay. Family value. I think of family values. Yeah, I, am, I am more upset that Elias Morissette was singing about Uncle Joey instead Dude, of Uncle what's, Jesse. What, what's wrong with Uncle Joey? I'll tell Everything you what's wrong with this. Yeah. Wrong what's with wrong with Uncle Joey? He's li- he lives his life his with existence. a puppet. And what's wrong with that? We were talking about a puppeteer earlier. Don't you always gotta wonder if it's there's like some kind of split consciousness yeah. thing but going on there? But is it? No. A man, a man that's really good with his fingers when he's playing with the puppet? Listen to Alanis. I finger work. want it's called finger you work. to know. Like, just listen to the sound of her voice. Is she okay or is she blinking twice? She's oh. probably blinking twice because there are puppets there. Like, uh, let's be real. Oh, so first off, Alanis Morissette's out Jagged Little, Jagged Little Pills album amazing. is amazing. Yes. Have you heard the bonus the, track? Whoa, the, whoa, whoa. The, no, the bonus no, track no, is no, amazing. No, wait, Dude, no, hold on. Wait. Hold on. Best can Canadian singer ever. Whoa. Fuck you, Celine Dion. No, dude, last one said all day over Celine Dion. What? Really? I, dude, I hate Celine Titanic Dion. Titanic alone. Who is Celine Dion? Titanic who is, alone. Who, who is who? Ever, uh, nobody hates Celine Dion. Oh, I thought she said who hates Celine Dion. Nobody I does. do. For my birthday this what? last year, I really I, I like to... You, I, you do not hate you. I don't... Yes. Yes, I... I I am a. I do not like Celine Dion. I am very upset that people have had to hear me cackle like ten times. But you fucking what? You, know like, what? you hate Celine Dion. I do not like Celine Dion. That's upsetting. She's nasally. Oh, 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 oh. She's not nasally. First of all, first of all, that is a bad principle because you are my friend. And if right. you're listening to me say more than like one word, like you have like tolerated Fran Dresser. I love Fran Dresser. Yes, yeah, she's you the like Fran Dresser. She's not. So how do you hate Celine? Because Celine Dion, I just do not like. No, you're lying. You know what? She, What's wrong? Do you not like great lyrics? Do you not like female empowerment? Like, what do you not like? Uh, I just, the best thing also, some of the best. The that's not That's not Celine Dion. That's that's Shania Twain. Boom. Oops. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad uh, that you face. feel like a woman. I do, I'm glad you feel like a woman. I'm glad you feel I like a woman. I always do. I also feel drunk. Yeah. Uh, no excuses. Oh my god, what is that great slang the other uh, song? I can't think of it now. It's literally uh, uh, Titanic, name a, then. Name a like, girl. Okay, okay um, if she is not Shania she's Twain. The, she's the old bitch that lost the goddamn heart of the not, ocean. If she That's is not, not Shania Twain. Who is it? That was some old lady <laughs> actress. Well, that bitch looks... Okay, so that woman looks Shania the same. He's mixed up the actress. No, you mixed, you mixed up the singer. Yes, and you've mixed up the actress like with a young person, and she was very. You know what? If that old woman had been Betty White, I would have loved it. But in fact, I love Betty White. They really did this out by like not having Betty White. If it was cracking jokes, it should have been Betty White. You know what? And by the way, Bubble Rapper with these lifestyle brought to you by these lifestyle condoms because Betty White is like 150 years old. Advertise for us though. Just, just say. Betty White has outlived them all now. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, because oh, she's the last golden girl. Oh, yeah. All right, way to redeem myself. Also, the greatest golden girl. Best Betty White movie? I'm going to say um, Lake Placid. I love Lake Placid. Yes! Oh, uh, uh, that was dirty. Uh, definitely popped another he condom. He was aroused by that thought. Because we like, popped the condom, is no uh, statement about the quality of lifestyle condoms. It's just that we are being extra rough. Uh, we were particularly... No, he popped that condom because he was, in fact, thinking of Betty White. In Lake Placid. That's a good one. That is a good one. Such yeah. a great fucking movie. I gotta say, I don't know any other Betty White movie, though. 
I can't think of her in another movie. I think of Golden Girls, but Lake Placid is just like everything that makes Betty White. Oh, I totally so wish she was in Grandma's Boy. She totally would have made that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of roles she should have been, for sure. Dude, she, you know what? Fun fact, I did Google this the other day. She has no children. But did you have a sex dream? Wow. I would be lying to you if I told you I didn't. Rewind. I've never had a sex dream about Betty White, but I used to have sex dreams. you did. I did, yes, I did. Oh, wow. Oh, here we go. Wait, describe, go, and now. Betty White sex dream. Betty White sex dream. Cooking me cookies while feeding them to me while having sex. Next. Oh, you got something better, Jack. What haterade do you sip? Back Me, Betty White, Blanche. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Okay. Blanche was such a hoe. Dude, Blanche is the yeah. best. Yeah. Blanche is the best. Wait, first of all, stop talking for a sec. Me, Betty White, Blanche. Because Blanche would lick the booty. Okay. Yeah, she. Right. Thought, you know, she, that, that, she was about that. Yeah. She, she, you know, she, eating she, ass is definitely she, a southern no. no, 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 no. Eating ass is definitely. She standardized uh, it standard. in the forties. She standardized. Yeah, oh, definitely. She, she was a hoe. <laughs> hey, no, no, bring it down, bring it down, an octave. Hold on. No, I have the I, I, I have the spirit stick. Not the forties. All right. Yeah. Blanche, eating ass is the, the, the new standard. Blowjobs were just introduced in the 40s. She created the blowjobs. No. Called, yeah, it was called French Kiss. It was called, it was called the Betty White. Yeah. <laughs> it was called a French Kiss because all the American GIs. All the American GIs were in France and they were going to French prostitutes and they were learning what a blowjob was. And they would call it the French Kiss. And so, like, the blowjob was created in the 40s, essentially. Or it was known as, look, this is what you gotta do here, see? This is not called the Betty White. Yeah, I want you to get on your knees and suck on my fucking Jimmy while I uh, smoke this cigar, see? Well, we're gonna go see those dancing girls and see Betty White with her long clams trying to take our money clams. Our money clams. And I'm gonna give you the clap, but then I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I refer you to Greek pottery. Obviously, the Greeks Wait. were doing some freaky shit. The Greeks were, like, So was the Constitution, yes. Can we, can we go... I'm saying most. in modern popular Western culture, yeah. in the modern era. We could call my grandma consensus. In a I very, yeah, well, I bet your grandma well, was with some of those GIs. Well, listen I bet here, she was on D-Day. Listen here, grandmother. What She's like, just, all we gotta do is just make it to the beach, GI. Come on, boy. Come on, soldier boy. Uh, I'll get you there. We'll yeah, get up. We definitely need some more like, tickly water for this here conversation. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be making fun of your grandma. No, you can. She's fine. She, she's she's just, gonna listen to this. She's unsubscribed. She does listen. She's unsubscribed. She just quit. She's like, right. my granddaughter has such a lovely voice. Yes. Her friends are so naughty. Her All friends right. are so frisky. Wait, 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 wait. They're so funny to see her. All right, we have a question coming in. Okay. All right. What's the question? Pop quiz. When was anal introduced to the mainstream? The mainstream, modern, modern. Oh, what do you mean? Like, the, give me a... I'm going to say the 70s. I want a uh, reference. I want a reference. Like I'm going to say mainstream porn. Like, okay, I want to be a virgin. You can put it in my butt. Loophole, loophole, Catholic style? Oh, that's got to be old. That's got to be... Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Byzantinium area? I, 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 I think it started with I Had a Dream. Or in Constantinople? I'm going to say the 1920s. They were rather roaring. I would say it's gonna be that. Uh, I'm gonna right. say Roman Empire. Oh no, no, hold on. You're saying I, yeah, okay, history. Yeah. Well, modern era. Yeah, no, no. 
freaks were freaks. Yo, we're all humans. Freaks were freaks. Let's just so? listen. The first I'm gonna go time Roman or Greek. Went down on a I'm gonna go Greek because like, maybe. I don't actually think that anal was invented like in the twenties. I just think that. Okay. You said okay. popularized. All right, all right. You said popularized. I did yeah. not say that, Bring but I will. When was it fashion in vogue? Like Mar- Okay, what I'm saying is, when did anal become normalized to where it was socially acceptable to do it? I would say it was that goddamn Andy Warhol. That's when everything. The 80s with gay sex, gay pride, queen. Queen, Freddie Mercury, Booyah, Booyah, Elton John. I'm gonna go with the 1920s. I don't know why, but because I'm going back there, huh? So, so the Roaring Twenties. Okay, that we makes sense. I mean, twenties originally. I think they were still prudish in the 1920s. Drinking, no. drinking was the big thing. Ah oh, man. Because you know what? Because you know why? Because you know why? Drinking leads to kissing, and kissing leads to babies. But you know why? Americans are Puritans in public, but perverts in private. In the 20s, you would have been my gal. The street, freaking the sheets. Kissing leads to babies. Not if you do it anal. I like her. I like her. Uh, she's all right. I, I'll stay with my original of 20s me? as well, but I feel like that's... No, I'm going to say 80s. No, hold on, hold on. Do we have a definitive answer to this? Is no, this... this is public opinion. What? Oh, oh, the public being us. Oh, okay, so we're asking for Talk listeners. Talk to the sociologists. All right. I feel, all right, feel free to call in at one 555 Dwayne sucks man dick Dude, that happens once. That's a lot of numbers. All right. We have a specialized line. Yeah, we have a specialized line. Our As opposed to office monkey. has a lot of extensions. Uh, uh, That's uh. how you get AIDS. No, actually, so the thing about Dude, I was there AIDS. at Live AIDS. I was there at Live AIDS. So, he was not. <laughs> I used to study viruses in my spare time when I wasn't doing dumb shit like this. Some monkey Um, So the, the theory of where AIDS jumped into humans is like in like the 30s to 50s. The 20s. No. Not yep. the wrong 20s, the, the, I don't know, HIV. You really want Anyways, this to fit um, into your, your anal theory. People no, in bad. Africa, like the same reason Ebola is a problem. People would like eat monkey meat in a time of like desperation or like cultural, like whatever. So they're going to consume Drought, this. Starvation. You know, they recently did a study to where they did like an epidemiological study and retraced it back to the Congo. That's yeah. where HIV started. Yeah, no. In I, the 20s. And that makes... Not just fit my narrative, but not just super narrative, but that's where it came from. People ate this meat, and then the virus wasn't a sexually transmitted disease, but it adapted to its human host, and it became um, very suitable for that sort of route of transmission. So from there, it became this wild sexually transmitted disease. So one of the like greatest myths of the disease is like, oh yeah, like people fucked monkeys. It's like no, like people ate monkeys. Like there's no. a lot of things people do that are like, eh, okay. But okay. they didn't fuck the monkeys. The so virus they, adapted to have multiple hosts because it mutated. Yeah, viruses do that all the time, though. Sure, There's exactly. mosquito viruses well, I, like I Zika work, or like West Nile. I let me go because I'm an animal. Okay, but can we just talk about how sad it is that like people were eating monkeys yeah. and this is how the virus developed? They were but, also but, probably fucking monkeys. Right, right, right. But there was that stigma yeah. for that one guy who was fucking the monkeys. You know, I mean, I don't know who, what who, I like, was thinking. Idiot. There's, there's an old joke. It's yeah. Like, He's like, I'm not going to eat that monkey. I love it. Right? And so, yeah. like, you know what? I did love that monkey. Really right. I really did. There's an old joke. It's like. Oh. And you know what my nickname it's, it's is? It's like an Irish joke. You know what? An Irish oh. joke? Yeah. My nickname is. It's like. Oh, that was a real Irish. Yeah. 
No, no, bring it, bring it. I want to hear. Something about you gotta sheep. Hear it now. There's something hear about it. fucking sheep. I know you're gonna. Not gonna say it. No, no, you might as well. You have to say it now. No, it's like they, okay. They, so you built this bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. call you Johnny the bar, the bar maker. But you fuck one goat. You fuck one goat. You fuck one goat. One sheep, I think, is what. Why did you we, we built this city, city on fucking goats. Whatever. <laughs> well, one of them's from Northern Ireland, the other's from Southern. So sheep's and goats. Fuck off, Southern, man. Southern's the she booty hole. She raises sheep in the South, he raises goats in the North, and you know. But, but why do they have this accent that we're, we're tiptoeing around? But yeah, no, I like Hello, this is Sean Connery, and you're listening to Egos and Amigos. He's Scottish. Scottish. Whatever. He's a second Scottish Bond. And I'm. Is he the second Scottish Bond? Oh, actually, he's the first Scottish Bond. After Roger Moore? No, he is. Though he is the first. Roger Moore's. No, Roger Moore's British. And you know what? That guy. British as fuck. Here's Barnes. No, he's Irish. Never mind. He's Irish. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What does this have to do with dreams again? Okay. Because we all want to be James Bond. No, well, we can go back, though. So, have you heard about those guys who, like, go in comas and stuff, and they wake up thinking, like, they have accents, and they think they're, like, from another nationality and come from a different time period? No. That's a, that's a well, real I mean, thing. John calls me the 90s guy, so I guess that happens from time to time. A lot of people are just seeing like they're in the 90s these days. I love that. 90s song. are totally best. It's coming back. Big time. Big you know? No, 90s is insane. Like, that is something that the kids at the school that I teach wore to so Cassie, this, this isn't going to affect you. Amanda, how old are you? Oh, I pretend I'm 25, oh, but you, I'm really... You're way under oh, the conversation. Wow. So Everybody really 18. Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to clear the stage okay, for our special you. guest appearance. Cinnamon with an S. <laughs> I mean, Amanda. I just turned 28, so... I'm 27. Okay, that's I'm 27. Okay. I just so, pretend to be 25. So this isn't going to affect you so much, but in two years... 1990 was was 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Uh, this is why I'm 25 now. This you've been 25 for three years. We've two had your, years. we've had I your we've years. had your 25 year your 25th I, birthday I three years running. Thank you. Nice. Keep me up. All right, let's get back onto the track of conversation. What was the question, Jerry? Um, uh, something about dreams. Okay, are you talking about Stevie Nicks? It was supposed to be like sexual dreams. Okay, well now we're talking no. about ambition, okay? So in the nineties, when we when some of us were young, alright, what did you think the future was gonna hold for you? What what were your dreams? What were your ambitions? Right, you wanna take this? All right, all right. We have a caller coming through. I think we have another caller coming through. Can we get that on? Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's your name? John. John. Is that it, John? Jonathan. Jonathan. With an S. With an S. Okay, Jonathan with an S. Uh, I think uh, you had a question for us. Yeah. So... I want to know how y'all feel because this is my personal belief that I believe that Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. Oh, I, I believe that. I, I strongly believe that he is definitely. So. Yeah, so uh, if we don't know about the Zodiac killer, the Zodiac killer was uh, Jerry. I was there with Ted Cruz killing people. 
I can personally attest that he is the Zodiac Killer. Okay. I was his assistant. I was the... So... And he can't hoop? No, neither. Uh, but I was the Zodiac Junior. Have you heard the thing where people have said that Beto O'Rourke is the white Obama? I'm like, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm Beto! Like, how do you know that you Obama's said, the black Beto? Whoa! Actually, Whoa. he's probably the Irish Obama. The Irish Obama. He's, he's Obama. <laughs> oh, 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 Obama. Oh, hyphen Obama. Obama. Oh, Obama. But you fuck one goat. <laughs> you know what? And if you don't like it, you bump one country. If you don't like it, you can just get it. <laughs> oh, Bob, that's oh, the joke. Hyphen Obama. That's, that's the joke. That was good. That was hyphen Obama. Um. Listen, I don't know about Beto. I don't know what he's going to do. Speaking of dreams. Yes. All right, okay. Segway. Shoehorn that Dream world. Dream world. 2020. All right. 2020. President. Well, what does 2020 look like in the future? Let's honestly, dream. Honestly, I can see. Honestly, I can see. Honestly, I can see uh, Trump getting elected again. Boo. Okay, you, you can boo. You can be all you want. It's gonna but I can and I will. There, there, there are people that don't vote. There are people that don't. That, so Amanda, why didn't you vote this last election? Yeah, Amanda, why did you Amanda, why do you hate this country so much? Why, why do you hate it so much? That you look is it because you weren't here alive we in the 1990s? All right, guys, we don't all have to ask this question multiple times. One person can say it, and we can have one okay, response. Can I get it? Why didn't you vote, you Amanda? I do not know enough about politics. So that's your reason. Yeah. Fair answer. No, that's not fair. It's, yeah. it's fair. It's fair. If you identify with the political party on key issues, right? And if you don't know enough about those yeah. issues, why would you throw your vote away to something that you truly okay. don't believe in? But you know you, you know, an election is coming up every two years, so why would you not bone up on because that? Because I'm the nursing manager. But, 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 yeah, but no I, I agree. Yeah, it, is your, no. it is your no, civic no. duty to know these issues. But if you don't, you, you cannot fault for someone set up in your for not subscribing to it. Because they feel disenfranchised. But yeah, but okay. At the, at the same time, you also have voters that that don't actually. Besides not voting, they just they'll vote just based off of religion. They'll be, they'll vote based on what their parents will tell them. So then, so then what's really worse? And then okay, so like for for example, even though even though Trump spewed, even though Trump spewed all that shit about like grabbing women by the pussy, guess how many uh, women voted for him? A lot. My mom voted for him. Right, but then right, right. So there's 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 a good number. I'll take that too busy, right? And I don't know enough about politics. So there, this is a common thing where, for the love of all that is fucking holy, get your goddamn election day off of a weekday when people are working. That is an active form of voter suppression. This is documented. You can look up every single study from here to kingdom come. The most people who don't vote are middle-income bracket people because they have to fucking show up to their goddamn job on a Tuesday and there is no time. Also, there are like three or four condoms being blown up right around me at this time. But anyways, the point is... Several. It is an active form of voter suppression and a lot of other countries do have... It takes have, a lot of energy to blow up a condom. This is a lot, yeah. It, 
a lot of other countries have their election days where you are excused completely from your work. You have to be compensated for going to go vote, or it is on a day where you are not subjected to being punished for going to vote. That is literally the hugest blown-up condom of my entire Australia life. Australia, but that is voter suppression, and yeah. it is bullshit. Australia also has it where everybody is mandatory required to vote, which is delightful. And it's in a some holiday. It's yeah, it's a holiday, and it should be because it is absolutely a form of voter suppression because it is a luxury for people who have the time to go vote and have the means to go vote and can take that longer lunch. Whereas if I'm working my mid-wage job and if I'm gone for more than an hour, I'm going to get my ass fucking fired. So there you go. I mean, but there's a lot of issues here that, you know, a lot of... uh a lot of uh, of what America has is kind of backwards. Like in All terms right, of not just guys. voting, but it's also healthcare as well. Like we're also backwards right. on a lot of issues on that. There are, but that All doesn't right. make it okay. Fellas, we're gonna take an intermission break right now because some of us have to go to the potty. Nah, you keep it going even though you're out of potty. We'll be back in five. And we're back to Egos and Amigos. Oh no. I'm two for I'm two for two. Oh man, we're blowing up all these condoms and it's just a fucking mess over here. Oh man, now I guess uh, Dwayne's about to dip set over here. Right, looks like uh, it's looking like that time. Take it. Take Take these condoms for the road. <laughs> All right, Dwayne. All right, man. The next Brought time we see you, you guys. All right, Dwayne. All right, man. I guess. I guess that's. Uh, we gotta do another one before Darius leaves. I guess that's uh, the end of this uh, episode. Because it's only an hour for this one and I have to trim it. But, anyways, dipset bitch. Alright, welcome to another episode of Egos and Amigos. I am Deerage. I'm with Jerry right now. We are in Seattle. This is Egos and Amigos. Live. There's some very dramatic music happening behind you, too. Live at Vito's. Welcome. Is that I What's up, guys? Oh, yeah, we're over here with David Sloan. Yo, yo. An old friend of mine. As well as Isis, his wife, and our tour guides here in the city for, uh, for the last couple of days. I'll be back with some water. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. This is uh, Hank Levy. That's who this is. Playing right now. No, that's a comp- composition. I don't know who. Dipset. Oh. Hank Levy. Well, what's the name of the, uh, the tune? It's uh, on tip on my tongue. It's uh, it's cool because it's in like, like like in seven or something. Okay. It's really neat. Uh, David is my uh, jazz mentor. We're. Hanging yeah. out at this uh, spot, Vito's, Vito's in Seattle. Vito's in Seattle. We may have a mob encounter. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
So Isis, why don't you tell you something? Tell us what you're thinking. Thinking of Edo Slider? Yeah. And then can I do the uh... So far. The decor is beautiful in here. So... Yeah. Did you want a meatball? Yeah. You okay. can tell this is live and unedited. Uh, are you getting something to eat? I did. Or something to drink? Yeah. Are y'all ordering so drinks or are we ordering something? You have uh, angels in here? Yes. There you go. Yep, eat. Okay. Everything is just. Alright, sorry about this. We're uh, doing these things right now. I can also come back. Need a second. I can do bourbon and ginger beer. Okay. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, I guess. Do you want me to come back? Do you need some time? Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yes. Actually, once. Sorry, guys. We're just ordering right now. This is Autumn Leaves. Autumn Leaves. Autumn Leaves. So familiar. when did you fall in love with the uh, jazz? When didn't I fall in love with jazz? Okay. The summer of 2016. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Election night 2016. Election night 2016. I got 2016. really drunk 2016, man. Threw a trumpet out the so, window was, and said... I was in Houston, Texas, and I'm just like, there's no the way. The entire year you were drunk. I was, I was really... I, was, was I really, thought I would be, actually, really Trump was elected. I thought it was... Was, uh, that year, that year we went as a council a of bricks. I remember that night. Right, we were. Yeah. I remember um, trying to convince my ex-girlfriend to get in bed with me by telling her it's the end of the world. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Trump has been elected. We might as well do everything we want without any regrets. I remember watching the forecast, like the Wolf Blitzer, and like watching all the states turn. I was like, he's gonna do it. <laughs> he's gonna it's do gonna it. Happen. Everybody just getting slowly and slowly more like you know drunk at the at the news stations. They're like, have you seen the uh, have you seen the Rogan podcast, like the End of the World podcast that he did on Rogan? No. It was like uh, at the Comedy Store. It was like him, Bill Burr, and like all the other like people that did like uh, Burr Kreischer and yeah. whatnot. Like it's like five or six of them just kind of meeting at the Comedy Store. Just like screwing around and messing around at the as, and they're watching like live streaming the election. Oh no! So it's, just, it's it's a good time. Oh, that's like, cool. Gilbert's hilarious. I think he's Bill one Burr's of my the top. He's he's top dude. He's top. Paper Tiger. <laughs> that was good. Well, we were thinking of going to see a comedy show tonight. Actually, there's a couple, oh, yeah? of, couple of venues, couple of things. You like comedy? Y'all do it? Y'all dig it? Yeah, we love comedy. Jai Tai normally has comedy. So I know, I really wanted to go So this is your recommendation, because I remember we went last time. Jai Tai is a Thai food restaurant that doubles. Is it always doubling? Is that what this thing is? Or is, uh, it's, is it I guess solely so. comedy? I guess so. I haven't seen any other kind of act there. Other than uh, stand-up. Yeah, so, like so... open mics, and then they'll have, like... Um, Thai and stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's a good time. Good time. A, a good, good time. time. Uh, good time. <laughs> okay. That was hard to... Yeah. Hard, hard, hard to make out. The decor of this place, Vito's, is amazing. We've got light jazz, a grand piano in the corner, with a disco ball over it, the mirrored walls, the red light... The classic wall-to-ceiling bar with all the bottles displayed out. How I mean, bright would you say it was right now? It is dim. It is. Ve- I can't see. I mean, I can't see the corners of any of the tables underneath here. It's very intimate. Black ceiling, a velvet, red ceiling. Yes. Yes. Very velvet. Very Entire velvet. blackout walls, blackout bar, blackout leather. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Uh, 
feel like a lot of mobsters. I, I felt like I just, uh, you know, committed a lot of crimes being here. Right. Uh, I just feel like I, I'm just trying to let the heat go die down. Right. And this is where we meet the guy in the low. van who's going to take us to our, like, alternate Playing it life. low. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the vacuum salesman. The vacuum salesman takes us to, yeah, exactly. To that part. To go live in Alaska. This is how we get away. Or New Hampshire. Right? Either or. ISIS, you have a bug out bag right now. You have to go live anywhere in the world. Right here. I'll take what he's having—the okay. bourbon and ginger beer. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You know, if you were to uh, drink with a straw, you ordered the wrong drink. Right, because That's what turtles. Puffy said. Yeah. That's what Puffy said. Puffy's yeah. about the straw movement. Vote or die. I mean, I know he's about <laughs> vote or die. Vote or die. I feel like there's a contraction meeting in there. There's a couple words missing. There was no. It should be vote order. and die. Vote and die. Doesn't sound like a good deal. Why not? Vote we all have die. to. We all have to vote, and we're all gonna die. Vote and die. I guess I like every election night to know that life is fleeting. That it's a good reminder for me to not care too much about this temporal yeah. world and the politics then, of it. Yeah, because then four years later, it's just gonna happen again. Right. Dude, you know he's gonna win again, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's gonna win again. He is. He is because the, the machine is. But too- look, the economy's gonna be great. The what? For a little bit. But you know, in four years, have you listened? In four years, it's going to be a super progressive uh, president. I don't know. Well, if if Trump wins this year, right? Then in twenty twenty four, it's going to be all left, everything left. But when you look at the left side and the fact that like people are still, almost fifty percent of Democrats still want Joe Biden. They, they Why, just wanted, bro? They just want him because it's a callback to Obama. A callback. It it's a funny. national callback. It is. It is a callback. He's like, going to get elected Obama because of throwback Thursday. Is oh, he broke the economy with, like, with ACA, Throw, dude. Hashtag TBT. Vote Biden. With Obama, dude? Yeah. Obama cares. Because he didn't go far enough? Yes. It wasn't complete. He, see, that's the other argument. Is like, they didn't go far enough, and that's why it didn't work. Uh, the, the current situation didn't work because it's poor economics. No, it's just because Obama... Somebody's going to get screwed, dude. And it's all... people that just make enough money and then they just get shit on by paying higher premiums. ISIS, you're a super progressive. And attacks the middle. Tell us, what is Warren and Bernie Sanders thinking? What is their plan? What would they do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Make a plan, first of all. To get the Klondike bar? Yes. How to retrieve it without raising taxes. But what would they do once they get the Klondike bar? And they have to raise taxes to get that Klondike bar. Oh, no, no, no. It's if not. If they tell you otherwise, you're lying. It's a penalty otherwise. It's not a tax. It's not a new tax. They're going to tax, you know, tax corporations. They should tax it. They should not be afraid to say it. Tax everybody. Tax everybody. Tax them to death. Nah, nah, bro. Taxation is theft. Taxation is theft, but it's a theft we allow. Taxation is theft. It's an allowable theft. <laughs> like, That's even worse. It's an allowable theft. Like when you have like theft. a stray cat like eating at your garbage, you're like, oh, I could shoot you with the shotgun. Well, I'll just let him. I'll just let you. I'll let you be. You know what? I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you eat out of my garbage, cat. Because why not? That's what taxation is. 
Well, that's a personal that's, choice. That's how I opened so, my freshman 101 course on economics. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Spaghetti and a meatball. Do you need any fresh grated parmesan? That'd be great. How fresh is that? Oh, that smells that's great. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh oh. Look at that. Cool. Thanks. Thank you. All right, guys. Do you want any food? What is that? Slider? Yeah, man. You got a meatball so slider? Yeah, man. Is that what's in the no, no, no. Here, here. Take a look at this menu. Tell me what you think about Warren's plan. <laughs> and this menu. Tell me what you think. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna sound like the douchey is healed by the time this podcast is over. I can already tell you. Can already tell. Um, I haven't been following politics. I don't think it matters. That explains why your blood pressure is normal. I know because I've been looking at it. <laughs> That does smell really good, that marinara. It's marinara. 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 No, I'm supporting Bernie because he straight up says it's a, it's a tax on tech. Oh, it's just because he had a heart attack. <laughs> he had a heart attack, so he's not tax him on. He's like, oh, tax everybody. He needs my help. He needs my tax support. Everybody. A tech tax. A tech tax, yes. So we were assaulted earlier today by a volunteer for uh, Sharma Knesset. What is her name? Sharma Knesset. Oh, the Savant. Oh, uh, Savant. 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 Kishama Savant. Kishama Savant. Sure, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, no, she Socialist. was actually... <laughs> we weren't attacked. She was actually a very polite young lady who very politely asked me if I was of city council three. Anyway, have y'all been following this? Apparently there's millions of dollars against the city councilman. Oh, yeah. No, nobody's happy about it. What district are y'all in? Are y'all doing local elections? No. Nope. Are you in it? No. Nope. I just complain about it without actually doing anything to fix it. Here, here. Uh, I don't know if our, us little ants can move the, the, the wheel that we're under. No. That's the theory of activism, man. If we're, that ants can move the theory... If uh, ants can have a theory better than us, yes. Ants can have a theory better than us. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a big theory. Can ants have a theory? Ants was a better movie than Bugs Life. How about that? Oh that's wow, really, that's quite a theory. That is actually ridiculous. No, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. It's better actors. Oh. I mean, I don't know though. Like a Bugs Life, I do like the. Uh, Let me guess. You like the B movie with Jerry Seinfeld? I'm not against a B movie. What? I, I like, first of all, it's a play on B-movie. You know, it's got that going for it. That's true. And then, you know. How's that pasta? Bro, open your mouth. So much butter. Right? How's it, how's it working? And how does it I'm totally going to get some pasta, too. You get the pasta, it's, so, it's a good deal. I'll split it with you. It's a good deal for this place. That's good, yeah, that's really buttery. It smells buttery, I can smell it from here. Yeah. So what do you think of this place? This is a great spot. You man. like it? I love that this is right underneath y'all too, man. I know. This is really It's like cool. only our second time being here. That's a shame. That is a downright shame. You should be the mob wife of this place. Someday. 
earlier I said I felt so sorry for you because like this is like I mean I I think people are gonna start turning into lizards just like yes I see it I see it this place always gives me that weird vibe this is a total fear loading place I can't wait for the acid to kick in (laughs) how do you know it hasn't already uh, are we really here right now? That's what we were yelling Kitty earlier, and she was like, are y'all real? <laughs> Thank you. Aw, uh, yeah. Got some live Muzak going for it. Yeah. <laughs> the Japanese find that Muzak reduces suicides on their rail system by like 30%. What, what, what system by 30%? Their train rail system. Wait. Apparently, like twenty people jump in front of a train in Japan, and their their underground rail system. So like what a day. So what affects that? Huh? So what affects that by thirty? Music. Music does. Pipe of music. So like, so music. less people jump in front of the train. Yeah. By thirty percent. By thirty percent. That's not an insignificant number. Right. So if we all so, were they contemplating suicide, David would be like, oh wait, I like this rhythm. <laughs> Well, no, now you need to figure out what, which, now you need to kind of mess around with the kinds of music and to see, like, okay, like, what what about the music impacts right. that? So then, like, do you like add country more, music like, the more, more interesting rhythms? Like, would that then increase to 50%? It's like, okay, so we need more rhythmic music. Uh, so I don't think like, rhythmic, oh, I think, like, Pantera. Oh, Pantera is, like, 60%, so just play nothing but Pantera. I think, if anything, music. rhythmic music would just give you a rhythm to jump on. It would give you. It would give you an easy count. <laughs> One, two, ready, and. No. But something about the jazz throws people off. It it, it associates something in their mind. Uh, it sparks different ideas, a different section of their depressed morbidity. No, dude. I like you can just you can switch it up on a dime. You know, it's so easy to switch it up on a dime with jazz. Yeah, and it can be like nothing. I mean, it's it's some it's something you have it's to practice. It's certainly not easy. I, mean, I, I do a lot of interpretations, right? Well, yeah, I guess it depends on the type of jazz. Yeah, what's a structured jazz? What's a very structured? What's a very structured jazz? Yeah, I would say most jazz is structured. Like, uh, but like jazz, like uh, well, I don't know. I mean, even like free jazz, I'm sure has some kind of structure to it. Yeah. Like, All kinds of I mean, I don't know that much about it, but like Ornette Coleman. Oh. And like, or Charlie Hayden, or like those people, like the avant-garde, yeah, Jazz Sun Ra, or um, let's see, the Don Cherry, like those who would kind of go into that direction. Yeah. I'm sure they would argue that like there are boundaries that are meant to be broken. Yeah. But they still operate within a structure. Okay. Like Ornette Coleman can still play an F blues. Sure. Know? Wow. So like. Okay. It's kind of like uh, Schoenberg, like in regular music, you have Schoenberg, who's known for like the serialism of the 12 tone, which is just kind of like, you just kind of like, you just kind of turn into this whole thing of just like playing stuff that sounds kind of random or whatever. Are you, $4, this is the best thing, dude. What? $4? Spaghetti. Yeah. Happy hour. Oh, fuck. Can I get another spaghetti? Can we get another spaghetti? Yeah, yeah, happy yeah. And, um, did you want another spaghetti? Yeah. What other happy hour is it? Three of them? Total? Well, I just want two total then. Just two, yeah. I don't know, I'll take one. So three. Well, okay. I, I, we just want one. Okay. You want one. So two. Two, okay. 
But how is that done? I'm just going to... This is good. That was a slider? She had two sliders from her. And also two sliders. Okay. One order come with two sliders? Or okay. <laughs> One slider and two spaghetti. Two spaghetti and meatball? Yes. Yes. Okay. And then mushroom fettuccine. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, go ahead. Okay, thank you. It's so good, right? That was an amazing meatball. I think I have to say. Was it a spicy it meatball? It was a spicy meatball. All right. All right. Wow. We aioli segregated dog. our I'm telling you, I love MSG salt aioli. Right. So I was going to buy a cap, a writing cap, very much like that man at the bar has. I'm glad you Like red Scottish. I had to support my Scottish heritage. I need you to have like an MF Doom mask. You got Scottish in you? Um, no, I feel I do. He's not. He's Spiritually. Not. You're saying you're saying things like Warren now. I, oh, damn. It's kind of like, I gotta be wearing a This is kilt. equivalent to Warren. Like, yes, I'm like 8% Scottish. I mean, I'm not gonna say what percentage I mean, 8% Scottish is Scottish is not an insignificant amount. 8% is quite a bit. Uh, I, I just have a spiritual affinity to the Scottish. You just like the Scots? I like their... You like Braveheart? Is that Scottish? Do you like I, haggis? Yeah. Bring tried haggis. What's haggis? It's just like haggis is sheep stomach. Liver, so yeah, sheep oh, stomach. Oh, okay. No, no, I don't like that. I'm gonna have some soon. No, I don't like that at all. Well, uh, you like Braveheart, so that's a start. No, I've never seen it. Well, then shit. I'm not a fan of Mel Gibson. Is he Scottish? No, he's Australian. Like sugar totes. Oh, okay. I guess what I mean is I like Australia. So you're Australian. I love Australia. Yeah, they're great. Do you like koalas then? No, fuck them. Death. So you can't be Australian. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I'll start Actually, off. I bet that might be a very Australian thing to, just, to hate, like, koalas? hate koalas. Because you see them everywhere. I have seen a lot of viral then, videos like, of people punching of... kangaroos in the face. You know? And I mean, I bet every Westerner who comes up is like, oh, you're Australian? You must have a bunch of koalas. Right. So then it's like, god damn. Like, every time I fucking like... You're from Texas. The, right? It's like, where's the, your cowboy hat? Yeah, the, the stereotype that you like ride a horse. You must yeah. watch Dallas. When Texan. you came in from Chicago, did you have stereotypes about Texans? Yeah. What were you thinking? Y'all racist, for sure. Oh, no, that's true. That's yeah. We are virulently, virulently yeah. that's racist. That's like, Dallas? Virulently? Virulently. Virulently. I have virulently. family that live in Dallas, and Dallas sucks. Fuck Dallas. Dallas does. Dallas Oh! So we went to go see this Seahawks game at this bar, and as we're walking out, this guy, who's nowhere near us, not, he's just like sitting at the bar, and we're already leaving. This guy's like telling a group of his friends that like, yeah, so next week I gotta go to Dallas. And both of us instantly <laughs> turn around. Fuck Dallas. Hey, you gotta. Yeah, and then we just leave. And this guy's like, what was that about? <laughs> hey, man. I felt really bad for him, but then like the timing was just perfect. So. Nah, I spent two years in Dallas, man. That sounds not, like two years a, too much. Not a fan, not a fan. Yeah. I like the school I went to, but... Wait, were you at Denton? SMU. Or? SMU, okay. Yeah. So like, right, right there. I saw the Dallas Symphony a couple times. They're pretty good. Dallas Symphony. The Dallas and Mark Symphony. is doing his thing. Uh, and uh, and how That's is the washboard on that stage? The wash. <laughs> how does it sound? I mean, like. Is it a re- full tub and string or? I mean, it's okay. Okay. You know, as washboard, as orchestral washboards go. <laughs> right. I thought I thought the tuning was awesome. It might have been Baroque tuning, the tuning. when the I was tin, there, there. You mean the tuning? Yeah, it was like four fifteen. You know, should have been four twenty. Right, not that good. Be more period authentic. That good corrugated shit. You try corrugated washboards. Yeah, it's that store bought shit. Yeah. 
You got time for that. What? So I have to make a comment on the movie that we Parasite. Won. We saw oh, Parasites. An amazing movie. And it was very yeah, parasitic. All right. This is the official I think I, I think I figured out who the Parasite was. Okay, well, we'll get to that, that question. I'm very excited about that. But what was your comment? I just... Let's go. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, that's happened to me before. Yes. What has happened to you? So many people have tried to, like, just sneak in and just... Stop. So your house in Mexico has been squatted, squatted upon, squatted on? After you left for how many days? Um, since, I don't know, uh, since before I was born, I think this, this was like a constant problem. Like, it would happen, like... There were no laws or regulations? In Mexico? Uh, no. No, so, no, no, no governmental body of entities or any of that other shit? I wish I could follow the law. But, but they're like better. dipset, bitch, right? But I don't know. It's something to do with Roma, the movie Roma. Ah, uh, like, uh, yeah. Like I like that shit. Right. Of the, yeah. Um, like, like, people For sure. Whatever. Shit. I don't know. I wish I could explain it better. That hitting the heart, huh? Like, hitting the core. You know, anybody can just go kind of That was like right in the core. Yeah, these plates out of the way. So you, as you were describing it to us, you said that you've had staff and, uh, you know, hired uh, employees who are taking care caretakers for your house in Mexico. Who would then try to swindle or con their way into owning the sliders the and they, they oh, yeah. the sliders are really good you can't trust nobody uh, you're north mexican you don't trust no one and how many times does this happen north side um, north side like a handful yeah it happens every generation or so yeah jerry's mom's a handful <laughs> i mean that's what happens, i heard like friends of friends like we can't trust nobody oh so you know other people that this has happened to where the no, staff like, has tried to squat and steal the house from under. I don't know. It's something to do about like my house. I guess I don't know what it is, but it's just like people like try to swindle us, like try to scam us out. Like I can't trust anybody. Like what is the closest somebody's kim to like getting getting the house from under the you? Oh, that's right. My brother was telling me this summer. This guy, um, like he's. Oh, is this his life for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He went to the, um, to the bank. Right do we need any more salt? We do. Perfect. Say Parmesan. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Parmesan it up. Yeah, actually, can I get a fork? More? Uh, you know, it's only called Parmesan if it comes from the Champagne district. Parmesan. Uh, that is. Are you sure about that? Is that real? Uh, I, I read it on a Snapple one. You read it on a Snapple once. Yeah. That sounds like a ringing endorsement. <laughs> for Snapple. For Snapple. Made for the best stuff on earth. Just, just for kids. So, um, anyway, it was like a, the husband of somebody. He went, he went, that asshole went directly to the bank and said, like, um, you're the person who you have a loan with, I'm renting out, she's subletting. And subletting was against the, the rules for the, for the loan. And he tried to get it that way. 
you try to like sabotage her by saying I'm subletting from her, you know, yeah. even though subletting was um, not part of the agreement for right. that loan. Well, she didn't take out that loan, so they kind of told him to fuck off. <laughs> like, but that's like, he's married to family. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That, that's crazy, right? Yeah. And then there was one woman, like, she was supposed yeah, right. to be she was supposed to be a friend of my grandmother's, and we were subletting to her. And like, she just stayed there, and she's like, I'm not moving. I have a second one. And she just yeah. stayed in what our bucks? house. And we're like, yeah. Without no. leave. Yeah, like, we're just wow. being nice and renting, you, renting out to you. So how long did that last, that standoff? Oh my god, that didn't last nothing, because we got my badass Aunt Dahlia. Ooh. Shout out to Aunt Dahlia. Aunt Dahlia. Yeah, Viva la Raza! Ooh, Chilanga! Hey man, cultural appropriation. Fuck that. <laughs> so my... You can appropriate a lot, a little. We appropriate a lot. <laughs> we appropriate a lot. We do appropriate a lot, but Fair we enough. give back. We give well. back. Egos and amigos and appropriations. We are, a, we are a tool for appropriation, but we always say leave a tip whenever you appropriate to the next uh, person of that culture that you find. And if you miss, make a mistake, and uh, tip the wrong culture, yeah. then you have to tip double whenever you actually do run into a Native American. Ah, uh, they don't American. pay taxes. That's the rules. That's the rules. They don't pay state taxes. Ah, uh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Legally. Fair, fair enough. Pay fair it enough. forward, or really pay it backward, if you think about it. Delicious. So basically, my Aunt Dahlia crawled into the window and beat her ass with like her like her hands. <laughs> she got in there. She's like um, agreñasos. That's how we say in Spanish. Maybe hey, like hey. Oh. like uh, with your your claws in claws. the hair. Yeah, in the hair. Like she kind of got her like by force. Like uh, I like that. Like, I like I like how like, closet. Like, yeah. Like, when you speak Spanish, like, cursing is amazing. When you speak like, Spanish. And that ran her off. Yeah. She had to like run. Cursing her off, is like, so beautiful when you speak in Spanish. Yeah. So she was gonna. Like, she's like, fuck no, I'm not leaving. She was gonna refuse to leave the house and squat and stay. She had to physically beat her up to ISIS, get her out. I need you to like batter me with like the most foul words you can. Oh yeah, let's hear some I Spanish want some curse cursing. Words. I want some like bashes thrown at me. What's the what do you think is the most so look, beautiful uh, look, curse? I'll in give Spanish. you some like I'll give you some the most beautiful madres muy fácil en la cama. Wait, what? Tu madre es muy fácil en la cama. En la cama. En la cama. Something in the room. Tu I want to do something in the room. In the bed. In the bed. You say your mom is very easy in bed. And I just said I already just know. Say it. Say it. That would be uh, effective. Man, no. What's it? Somebody all of it. told me to say, so like, yo give me your hate. Feed it. Right. Yo quiero coger con tu novia. Ooh. Uh, I sister, you care to translate that for us? Oh my god, this is how I get kicked out of Vito's, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come on. Nobody's here to speak Spanish. But oh, this meatball sandwich is to die for. Oh, oh, oh. Loud ass vulgarities. No. No, nah, he was Mario. He's a plumber one time. The most beautiful curse in Spanish. What is it? Yeah, Italian and Spanish are different. Bafagu. The Gabagu. Gabagu. Let's try this Gabagu. How's your mother? How's your mother? Hey, whoa, hey. <laughs>
Alright, Isis refuses to curse. It's fine. That was one that, like, I was told to say by, like, some friends who spoke Spanish in high school. They're like, hey, man, say say this to this guy. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I did. It's like, uh, you know what you just said? It's like, no. Like, okay. That's great. But I've always remembered it in case I needed something. And there's no uh, fallout from that? You said it to that guy. No, and he just... there was no fallout. Well, no, because he was like understanding. He's like, "Oh, this is a stupid white boy." Oh, no Spanish. He got him. And obviously, they told him to say this. Okay. I was like, "Okay." I'm gonna like take it easy on him. No, but like, if you're like not from Barcelona, but then you like, well, I went to Barcelona, and then you know, yeah, you, Yo, gotta, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta have the list. The list. Either lose. I think yes. They, well, they, back in Barcelona, they think I they was, have proper Spanish, like the original. Hey, what, hey, man. Everybody I, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I don't know. The proper spirit. They just want to be free. You know? They're trying very hard for that. They want to break free, like Freddie Mercury. As I they should. Just free. like Freddie Mercury. Just like it. From Mainland Spain. Yeah. Do we get a little more spaghetti? Or no? Uh, let me see where it's at. Thanks. With me ball. With a meat. Wow, that thing's fire. It's Quite like, good. I don't think I've ever loved something. These are as spicy as meatballs. This kind of disappeared again. This one's just gonna go right there. So, no, what did you think of the movie? It traumatized me because I've been there before. Like, even homeless Did it people, trigger you? Yeah, it Wow. Even homeless people, like, when it's cold outside, they When it's cold out, outside. They've come up to my house and they're like, um, they ask my neighbor, hey, can we, can we camp in, in the house? There's no one there. Can we leave it abandoned sometime? Yeah. And my neighbor's like, no, fuck. Wow. You know, sorry for this person, but you can't just move out in the house. It makes me feel unsympathetic. Like, yeah, that sounds a little unsympathetic. That sounds a little bit like you have no concern about these people. Like America. I mean, there are so, some, there are a lot of nations and states, states probably, countries, I don't know, uh, that have laws about abandonment. Oh, yeah. That if you don't sure. live in this hot domicile, you don't rent or use this this property for X amount of months, it will turn over. It'll go automatically to sale or you'll be fined or oh, whatever. Yeah. Like squatters' rights, or I know that they do for like uh, vehicles. They like abandonment laws for vehicles. But I mean, the idea is that. You know, uh, people who live in the country, in the city, or wherever that's taking place, is that they're occupying and using that. It's a safety issue as well, because you're right. Squatters and homeless people or vagrants who become a trap house or whatever. People who occupy these spaces and use them for illicit things. We've even had, like, a friend of my uncle's who, like, we're like, oh, we like you, Saeed. And then, like, he turned it into, like, a party den club. Ah. Somebody like let out into my bed. Oh no, shit, dude. Somebody was probably just like fucking period. Slider played out of the way. Thank you. Crashed my house. And like, you know, I've just seen it all. Seen it all, man. Just everywhere. That's crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. This is still on, you just turned it off? No, it's on. But yeah, that movie, that movie triggered me. It was good. So, it was, it was worth the hype. Again, we're in Seattle. If you two, y'all have been here how many years now? Uh, I've been here for seven years. Wow. I know, right? Crazy. But she's been here for longer than that. Well, there are a couple of things I would ask you 13, about years. Seattle now. Okay. But um, we'll get to that. Speaking of about squatters, where would you squat in Seattle? It depends. What would you want to Well, like, squat? let's say the goal of taking it over, owning it or whatever, oh, yes. in some kind of amazing con art like we saw in Parasite. What's the uh, nicest then, area? What's the nicest part of town? Other Agliolo and the Mesh Fettuccine are coming out. Okay. Great, thank you. Fettuccine? Thank you. I, got I, I immediately went to a different kind of squat. Can we get garlic bread also? Sorry. Oh, that's... No, because I have seen that. I have seen that kind of squat. Like what? <laughs> Actually, like during... So when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, they had this big parade down uh, downtown, as like Vic, like victorious uh, teams do. Right. They have like, the parade. So we were we went to the, uh, the Seahawks Super Bowl parade. <laughs> it was really cool. But then you had, it was like this one guy like over in like the corner of this some retail area, just kind of like squatting and doing their business. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, I man. see that all the time. It's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. Anyway, that kind of part. So um, I don't know. I feel like Queen Anne, Magnolia, is a good squatting area. I don't know if you can get away with it, but as far as like well, let's just assume let's Seattle assume now that you could. But you only have like one option. Oh, so if it was like a similar situation as to the movie. Like the movie. Like if there was like a poor family looking to get into that kind of situation. Right. So in the movie. Probably. I think something analogous would probably be like Queen Anne. Yeah. Or uh, Magnolia. Magnolia. Have you squat in Fraser's apartment? Is that a real spot? Is that a real? And where? The Fraser apartment and the show Fraser oh, by Fraser. Where would you Four Frasers? He probably would have been downtown. He, probably he was downtown. Like, and he had like a view of the space. He probably would have been Belltown. And like one what? of those like newer like apartments, like those, those skyscrapers. Wow. Or I would be like the Barefoot Bandit and Squad in uh, the San Juan Islands. Like yeah. in a house over there. You gotta really work to squat there though. Those That's islands, well, yeah. Because you gotta, go, you gotta catch a ferry, you gotta go up to Ana Cortez. It's a beautiful area though, but you're right. We were there, and uh, we were like in this area that we weren't supposed to uh, whale watching, and we got into this like small, like uh, shoreside area that was like for fisheries or yeah. for like specifically for them. And our captain was like, "Oh shit, we're getting out of here!" But hey, if you look above us, is the mansion for the owner of Pepsi Co. Oh yeah, right. And it's like this enormous five-story seaside cliff that's built in this reserve for the fishery. Yeah, we made our way, uh, we were on Lopez Island uh, camping, and we were, like, driving around, and we accidentally got onto Paul Allen's property. Oh, nice. We are like, oh, well, turning around. Was there a lot of wicker? There was. Everywhere, it's wicker, as far as the eye can see. Wicker. Do you just, is you that might, not, am I right? You might just call Paul Allen the wicker man. Is Paul Dude, Allen? Dude, that movie is hilarious. Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Not the bees. Not the bees. No. So when's the last time y'all went camping? Uh... Tried and failed. Yeah, we haven't successfully camped in a while. So the Barefoot Bandit is like this 19-year-old homeless kid um, who's homeless here around Seattle a few years ago. So um, apparently he went up to those islands, Anna Cortez, and did exactly what you're talking about. He 
Something called sympathy, maybe, for the squatter, squatter class. No, but I have to protect my property. You know, I'm all about it. You are also at heart a major capitalist bourgeois pig. I love Gone with the Wind. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, wow. Gone with the Wind. I have to. I love Gone with the Wind. I love it. I mean, I like when that guy tells that chick to fuck off. That's a funny That's a funny bit. And also, that he's, like that. That he's like, uh... Physically, I love you. Let's like, get that's... remarried. Right. That's my favorite part. They get remarried at the end. It's kind of weird that scene where they're like on the stairwell and he's like slapping her around and she's like, "Take me to bed." I don't know. It's a Raging funny Bull's movie. Raging Bull is crazy. Though. What? Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. I'm like movie? halfway through. I haven't finished it yet. It's crazy. Raging Bull would be better with a uh, with a ball, with an actual an antebellum ball. ball. That's the thing and I don't get about it. It's like there's, it's about raging bull, but there's like no bull. I'm halfway through it, and there's no bull. I think it's metaphorical. And it's not raging. Are you sure it's metaphorical? It might be metaphorical. It might be metaphorical. I'm saying a lot That's of movies. So. I know mammies are like out now, but a lot of movies would be improved by them. That's all I'm saying. Mammy was awesome. You know, though, she, she was the first African American to win an Oscar. She won an Oscar. Oh yes. As a mammy, for oh, yes. playing a mammy for that role. For that role in, yep. in Call with the Wind. Absolutely. Wow. Any fresh grated Parmesan? Yeah. I guess they just won every single Academy Award. Is that what that was? Uh, it certainly won. It, Hattie McDaniel at least won, and I'm pretty sure it won Best Picture. Um, they probably won some more other more things too. I'm sure. Well, I think second only to the Bible, Gone with the Wind is the most. Bought book in the entire world. Is it really? Yeah. Second to now? I don't yes. think people buy the book. Mockingbird is pretty high up there. No, still to this day. Yeah. You know, people are trying to ban that one. They can yeah, people are idiots. idiots. That's stupid. People are it's absolute great, idiots. It's great literature. What are you doing? Great literature. Oh, yeah, of course. Harper Lee. But I am also one of these guys who believes that, like, Huckleberry Finch should still have the N word. Oh, uh, yes. I, well, you know, and you, you need that for the context that it was written in. Like, it just seems obvious. Right, the ugliness is, is there and apparent. And like Mark Twain's, like, the original stand-up comedian, like, the original satirist. Absolutely. Like, you know, I was like, obviously it's not, obviously it's social commentary. It's like, come on, guys. Let's calm the cancel culture down a little bit. You want to put this down? 
every day. Are you sure we can move some of these things around? Alright. I was gonna make a comment on Bambi and, not, and her, her brilliance. I rewatched that movie on the plane. Oh my god, she's she's right. Like, there's the, in, the scene in the beginning of the movie where Char uh, Char that's Scarlet. Scarlet. Scarlet doesn't want to eat. Or something oh, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'll eat at the bottom of or something like it's like, <laughs> and then the Nanny's, uh, Mammy's like, no, a man doesn't really like a woman with an appetite, even though he might say it, he doesn't really like it. It's true, <laughs> Mammy. Mammy was right. And I'm like, oh, that is so true. Hmm. If I had a problem with any stereotype in there, it was, um, either Butterfly McQueen, it was, uh, Prissy. Okay. Or, um... What was it? It's called uh, Old Sam. Who's Old Sam? He's kind of, he was like the house, the, the house servant, the house slave. Okay. Kind of like an older African-American gentleman. Interesting. It was like kind of, uh, yeah, very, very of the times. But it's like, okay, I can kind of see how that's problematic now. But like the yeah. Mammy character was actually fairly... Well, I mean, the, the problem well with the Mammy character isn't that it's just isolated to Gone with the Wind. I mean, it was a very popular uh, stereotype and very well, popular yeah, I mean, and caricature. It all, and all, it all was traced back into, like, the menstrual scene. Uh, right. The menstrual tradition, which, interesting enough, is something we have to deal with as elementary music teachers. Menstrual scene? The, oh, yeah. There's a lot of, like, uh, old songs that are folk songs that, like, we teach kids. Oh. But they're traced back to the menstrual tradition. It's amazing how many times, in, as growing up, I would look into something that I thought was nice and jovial and childlike, and they're like, oh no, that's racist. Well, like, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Moe. Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Moe is racist? It's racist. Appearance are racist. It was not originally Catch a Tiger by the show. Let me oh. put it that way. Ah. And, like, I was talking to my dad um, this past summer. He was like, yeah, I remember it learning it, like, Jew. as a child. Exactly. Okay. It just rolls out the tongue that way. Catch a Jew by the tail. Yes. Okay. I mean, how else would you say it? Right. They're fierce when you find them in the jungle. Uh, I'll be, yeah. I would not want to be in the oh, jungle. No. <laughs> no. It's like, what's with all these vines? <laughs> right. All these vines, and it's so hot. This cave is filled with gefilte fish. Gefilte so fish. many gefilte fish. Somebody's been celebrating a lot of Passover. Remember when here. Chris Tucker kept saying gefilte fish in Rush Hour to Outtakes? Rush Hour, June. yes. Gefilte. gefilte I loved fish. the Rush Hour series. I like the first one. Gefilte fish. They don't get worse. I mean, they, they, they're fun. They're fun. I said it. All right. I'll buy that. But then I will watch any Jackie Chan movie. Yeah. I will. That's like my late like night Netflix. Want to put something on. First Strike is my favorite one. Yes. I like Police Story. Police Story is a classic. Police Story Rumble is a classic. Rumble in the Bronx is also my favorite. Rumble in the Bronx. That was the first. That no, was the Drunk main. Master, but I like but Drunk oh, Master. But Drunken Master is the best. Yeah. That is the best. That is the first one too, in a Drunken Master, where he comes into his own. I like it's what he figures out he's gonna want to do. All of the, all of the elements come into that. Uh, I don't know. I think police. You story. know, he was in uh, Enter the Dragon, Jackie Chan was. What? He was one of the uh, extras that like got offed by Bruce Lee in uh, the big uh, subterranean basement fight. Oh, the nunchuck fight. Yeah. Nice. I think you could actually see him. Like I want to. He had like a close up. He like gets his neck snap before like the brand the uh, before the the camera pan, pans to uh, to Bruce Lee. That's awesome. But I like the Korean guy that's in the movie though. Bolo. 
Yes. Those guys were his students as well. Who was the uh, the bad guy? Of, uh, I don't know about Bolo, but like uh, he was also the bad guy in Bloodsport. Bad oh, no, like Bob Wall was a, a student of his. I'm also a sucker for like Claude Van Damme. Claude? Like Bloodsport. Jean Claude. Oh yeah. Bloodsport era, kickboxer era, yes. Frank Dukes. Frank Dukes. That very tight era of like uh, 88. <laughs> yeah. That dance. And there was like the kickboxer franchise. Kickboxer was into. good. Who was the kickboxer? That wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme. Though. That was Jean-Claude. Was it? Yeah. So he did both Bloodsport and kickboxer. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he just did the first one, right? Didn't they get rid of him after like two or three? Because yeah, I know Number at third. some point they had the Number guy third. from um, Step. What was that show? Step Up. Family. Step, step it up. Pain. No, it was like the modern Brady Bunch. Oh, Step by Step. Step by Step. It had like the guy from like the Goofy Neighbor. The Goofy Neighbor who lived in a van. He was like in the third one. And who was right? probably like the product of incest and Step by Step. Yeah, he had like a weird name like Sasha or something. Became a murderer in First Blood, Bloodsport. Yeah. Kickboxer. That's the logical. The logical progression for that character. I refuse to believe actors are anything except the initial movie I saw them in. I think actors are literally the character that they play. They play, yeah, exactly. Right? They're in like Los Angeles right now, being their most favorite character, their most famous character. Right. So like, like Tom I Hanks hear... is li- literally being Forrest Gump. He's on a bus stop right now in Los Angeles. Absolutely. Hot take. Very confused. Very scared. Yeah. I was like, how long are you gonna be on that bus stop? Man? It's not coming. No, Ginny's dead, dude. What? Ginny died of AIDS? Is that what she died of? Yes. Yes, she did. Are we to believe that, or is it like TB? Or, or no, GRID at the time. GRID. It was a GRID. A GRID. At the time, it was called GRID. GRID? Yeah, because it's gay-related immunodeficiency. Wow. Because they thought it was, like, exclusive to the gay community. Yeah, yeah, that so Ronald Reagan sort of mentality. Well... The Bragans, there's a lot of evidence that they believed that it was a righteous damnation and that they didn't want to do anything. I mean, a lot I'm, of their sure that friends, was, I'm sure that was the Pat Robertson take. The Pat Robertson's and the Billy Graham's saying, Club take. let sure them die, they deserve it. Um, I watched Friday the 13th and how, like, the target was teenagers that had sex in the woods. That's word. a total moral majority. Sex in the woods. Right yes. And like the, and the one that the woods, sur- and the, the one woods that survived, yeah, and the one that survived, especially in that one, was the one who was like had the most clothes on the entire time. Yeah, the one who was like the most desexualized. They talk about that a lot in like the movie Scream, right? Oh yeah, sexualization. If you go to any horror movie, is a huge part of it. That's why like the new modern movie. Have you seen It Follows? Yeah, uh, the second chapter. The no, no, no. It's called It, it follows. follows. It Follows. No. It's, it's all like about sex to pass this disease. Somebody is haunted, and they pass along their ghost by having sex with someone. So, like, if we were to have sex, then you become haunted. So, like, you could either become really promiscuous, or you could, like, you know, give it away somehow, or you have to, like, you know, interfere with somebody, tamper with somebody. Like, it becomes like a huge issue of sexual politics wow. and consent, and it becomes this like huge metaphor. About um, about STDs and like you know partners and stuff. It's crazy. It's a, but it's a really good scary movie. Very That's, thrilling. So it's actually like a good movie in and of itself. Right. I mean, at the end, you know. They, I mean, as a all, scary movie goes. Right. It is. Okay. At the end, they all look at the audience and they point and they say, "Only you can stop STDs." <laughs> That's right. And it's like it's a little heavy. This is the big PSA. Right. Like breaking character. Seriously, guys. Right. 
a movie star. Only you can prevent forest fires. Protect your privates. Yeah. Not in California. No. Not in California. Too soon. Just going out all across the country. Don't do that. Back. Sorry, he's taking it back, guys. So here's what I wanted to ask you about CF. All right. Y'all have been here now almost on average 10 years between the two of you? I think, yeah, the average is probably 10 years, yes. What I want to know is after having been in Texas for so long and your acquaintance with Mexico, as we heard, ISIS, is there a Pacific disposition? Is there a character type or stereotype that you would say belongs to this... Northwest sort of. I think that there, there is a well. There is a thing that's called the Seattle Freeze. Which freeze? Is, yeah, it's called the Seattle Freeze, and I think it is a very real thing. What is that? Uh, it's essentially this kind of. I wouldn't say it's passive aggressiveness necessarily, but it's kind of a this thing of like you just kind of, you just don't deal with other people. You just kind of go about your business. You just kind of like. You know, you got your hood, especially like when the weather gets like shitty right. the entire time, and it's just overcast and drizzly, and you just have your hood on the entire time. Sure. Because nobody has like actual jacket, like heavy jacket, whatever. You just kind of, oh, it's raining, I'm gonna put my hood on. Okay. And then you just kind of like, have your head down as you like travel and do your thing. Uh, and you just happen to not just meet eyes with people. You just don't mess okay. with people. Okay. So, down, keep calm and carry on sort yeah. of thing. So like people like interpret that as kind of this kind of unfriendliness. unfriendliness. And so it's like this Seattle freeze. Interesting, interesting. But also I mean it's a big city. Which, by the so, way. So like, that's something natural to big cities anyway, right? My experience has been uh, that oh, I don't know, everybody wants your money. Are you fucking kidding me? Don't talk to anybody. Don't talk to these people. Don't talk to anybody. Anybody yeah. that approaches you, don't fucking talk to them. They just want your money. Right. They're all scammers. I remember I was here last time and I told you that I was talking to a monk on the street. And you are like, run away! Get away from him well, right now! that you were like in a rap battle with? No, no. No, that was a different story. But let me tell you, everybody that's interested in like talking to you is like scamming you out. Hear me out. This is the reason for the Seattle freeze. It's not just the homeless. It's not just the bombs. It's the scammers too. Like you will have to watch out. Don't just be talking to any randos. Have you ever been scammed? We came uh, close. Yeah? Not here. We came close in Bangkok. Bangkok. Oh, really? Tell yeah. us. Um, it was really dumb. Well, first, like, my judgment was impaired the whole time because I, like, I had uh, half of my ear blocked off. Oh, no. Like, a big, like, massive, like, it wasn't an infection or something. It was, like, a big buildup or something. Okay. So, it was, like, I had my equilibrium all messed up, so my judgment was a little impaired. And so, one of the things, you, if you go to Bangkok, is, like, you gotta be aware of the tuk-tuks, little taxis. Ah. Because, like, a lot of them are uh, on the take, as far as, like, uh, oh, find a tourist and kind of take them for a ride, go to a bunch of different retailers. Okay. And then they'll, like, you know, want to scam you, they'll want to, like, you know, I mean, they won't take your money or anything, but they'll be, like, uh, you know, it'll be a whole thing. So, like, we went to, where did we end up going? It's some suit place. Where, like, some dude was, like, gonna make me a suit. It was a tuk-tuk scam, basically. Long story short, there's scammers here, too. You have to watch out. Who the fuck would? Okay. But, I mean, they can clean up, like... Please tell the audience about the poem last night. Like, what the fuck Uh, was that about? Yeah. You guys didn't give him any money, did you? Oh, yeah. I gave him, like, two bucks. There was a poet busker. I've never seen that, actually, here. It's it's getting more popular. Nice. Uh... 
had just like a little folding chair and table with his uh, typewriter. And he was offering contributions for poems. This is seriously the best mushroom penitentiary I've ever had. I mean, that's... That's unique. It was I've admirable. Never seen that. I, I, I respect that. Do they have that. poetry busters in Houston? They do. Really? Yes. Huh. It's a little more organized, uh, upsettingly. Is it union, I, perhaps? It's kind of unionized in a way, yeah, because it's all through the imprint organization, which I love. It's really? important. Uh, they bring all kinds of readers to Houston. And all kind of like organize, like, who is at what corner where, and like, yeah, so I mean, you don't overlap. I don't think it's that uh, detailed, but I mean, it's, uh, but they have them and they set them out at events and stuff. But there's no real good place to do it in Houston anyway. There's not many foot traffic, not much cross traffic. Yeah, I guess so. Like, they set up outside a Rockets game or something. Yeah, right? I don't know if it's that high up. It's like farmer's market. So wait, what was your poem about? Like, you just gave him some words, right? And he's just like, okay, I'm going to go. Right, the idea is... Like to, a jumping off point. To build on the spontaneity and the liveness of it that he's writing nothing that's canned or pre-prepared. He, he offers uh, suggestions of three words that he's going to try and employ into the poem. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what we gave him, but egg was one of them. Eggs. 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 Uh, Kitty said figs, but he heard eggs, so he stuck with eggs. And then he gave us a poem that was uh, very conceptual. And Did it rhyme? It didn't rhyme. No, it was all free versions. So it wasn't really a poem then? Poems don't have to rhyme. Poems can be almost... I I think poems have to rhyme. I could be wrong. You're not wrong. They could be. They should be. Get this out of your way. Maybe. Thank you. Not that it should be. I'm pretty sure poems have to rhyme. I'm pretty sure that's like the first rule of a poem is it has to rhyme. No, the first rule of Poetry Club is... You don't talk about poetry. Good club. God, bring people. Bring your friends. <laughs> I beg you, bring an audience. We need please, live we need meat more in the room. People. Anyone. We're please behind donate. on our dudes. Buy my book. We're buy my chapter. behind on Look our Look me up on Instagram. Though. Absolutely. No, yeah, we're squatters. <laughs> All of us. Right. It's so metaphorical. And the second rule is have a good time. That's not bad, only two rules. Yeah, we efficiency is the poetry. <laughs> That's word. very efficient. Oh, I this is a, is he playing Nora Jones? Nora Jones? Sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. I think this is to make you feel my love by Bob Dylan. Oh, maybe. I love that he's playing using his uh, iPad on the uh, on the music stand. Yeah, I guess to uh, very progressive. Is he looking up his down sheet on, uh, music? Yeah, he's reading off of his music. Sheet music on his iPad. Yeah, instead of like printing out like a book. Sure. Yeah, like killing trees. Killing trees. Yeah, because you're literally killing trees every time you print a picture. Or a paper, you're killing a tree. Right, have you ever seen any of those anti, uh... I mean, I hear the screaming of the tree as the printer is printing. Right. Once I, uh, I got a DWI by running into a bush. <laughs> and they Wait made And they made me look up all these movies of trees in horrible, horrible accidents. Uh, to make sure that I never hit a tree oh again. Oh my gosh. All the scars on the trees. Yeah, a lot of deforestation and... Oh man. Recycling and all kinds of. It's like, I'm pretty sure Agent Orange you know? did that. Yeah, it's it it pretty horrible. It's pretty horrible. So now I'm an environmentalist, state 
state run. So changing the subject, I do think it's kind of ironic that you got published because of a trip to see the statue of Lenin. No, private property forever. Private property. Squatters. Uh, Fuck that. You know, I they just wanted to. They just, they just wanted to touch a better I'm gonna life. play the heel. I'm That's gonna play all. the Fox News. I'm gonna play the Tommy. The, the Tommy. Like, you could be a. You could. I could totally see you as a conservative. That was interesting. Conservative commentator. In a new decade, I'm gonna be the conservative. I'm gonna play the heel. Oh, totally. I can see it happening. I can see it going off. That was something interesting about the movie, though, was the fact that it had that. Wait, are, are we worried about spoilers with this movie? No, I don't think so. Okay. okay. So spoilers. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Where are you? Oh, well, I'm. I'm just. It's interesting that there are like so many like. They would be like secret bunkers. Yeah. A lot of those old houses in South in Seoul in South Korea. Yeah. Because like, it seems like that would be like a, a serious concern. Yeah. Like North Korea attacks. Like, well, yeah. They're deadly terrified of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Even like, well, Seoul is like what 20, 30 miles away from the border. Sure. So, I don't, I don't know exactly. I mean, I think it is. I think it's like, I mean, they live under this threat of like nuclear devastation right. every day. Right. So, uh, which kind of explains K-pop. K-pop, state-run pop. Uh, I can do is that. Is it state-run? It's state-run. Yeah, it's censored. Or is it just state-subsidized? It's heavily censored. It's state-subsidized, which is. Let's well, let's not be capitalists here. Okay. State run. I mean, they take their money, but like they take their money. They take their censorship. And like creation of those K-pop acts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a, the department of K-pop. The department of K-pop. Yeah. See that? It's the, the secretary of K-pop. I mean, that's the informal slang for it. I think it's yeah. uh, I think it's uh, called the. Dance Factory. The Dance Factory. <laughs> kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Dance Factory. Yes. How's that acid doing, boys? Oh, it's uh, It's okay. Manageable. I mean, that, that completely normal thing that I was ingested. In. I mean, right, in the, in the orange juice that I'm drinking. Is the, how was the orange juice? Not now? that acidic. Not that acidic. I like it more pulpy. 